Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We better get the expert in, and thank goodness this man's given us some of his time. Always very good to us here at SEN. Dr. Peter Larkins is uh, on the line. G'day, Doc. Good morning to you. Morning, guys. Nice to chat with you. Happy New Year. And to you, and to you. We can certainly still say that. Hey, um, we wanted to get you on because, uh, look, there's this time of the year, of course, where, where players go down and it's, um, it's par for the course. But some curious ones yesterday, and the Rory Sloan one, um, I think, not to be too serious about it, disturbs us both a tad, particularly because he's done it before. But a detached retina doc, I mean, this is this would appear to be a serious injury that we, we shouldn't be glossing over. Absolutely not. No, look, it can lead to blindness. The retina is a very important membrane at the back of the um, the eyeball and it helps with filtering light and obviously visual um, clarity. So um, it doesn't get spoken about a lot in, um, in general footy circles, although there's been some, you know, highlight players that have had the injury and I guess the standout Rory's had it before just to go back to him and yeah. he had a surgery to repair that and if you look at the last um, round of well, that late round of footy 2023 he got a bad poke in the same eye and it was bleeding and I reckon it probably disturbed the retina back then and with the um, episode this week with the training the exertion it may have fallen off or peeled off again so it's not to be taken lightly as a, as a potential cause of eyesight trouble down the track. And whilst it is repaired and it's a, it's a common injury, and I guess the standout player in recent times has been Mason Cox, boys, because mm. you know Mason Cox is wearing the goggles and he's had two lots of retina surgery in the past because of retinal injuries, both eyes. And so he's not wearing the glasses uh, uh, for any other reason other than to protect his eyes going forward. So he's a, a recent example of, of a player that's needing to wear eyewear because of past trouble. So I'd be interested to see yeah, well, that... Rory's situation because, first of all, he's got to get the retina repaired, which he's had done again. It's the second time, so there will be scar tissue. And whether or not he wears protective goggles because they are available and they are used in other sports around the world a lot. Yeah, you can seek AFL permission for that, of course, which they will grant. That was what I was going to ask you because it would appear to be freakish that you get one detached retina, let alone two. But because you get one, are you more prone to it happening again or it's just complete um, freak occurrence? Oh, look, it's unusual. Look, I mean, eye injuries themselves, there's... The data from all the, the eye statistics show that there's over 100,000 people get an eye injury of some sort, whether it's an eye socket injury or a fractured eye socket, and in Victoria alone, 30,000 in a year. So eye injuries are very common. We, You know, you can get poked in the eye doing any activities. Usually they're occupational injuries, but in sport, they have 5 to 10% of all the hospital eye you know, injuries that get treated are sport-related. 
um, that end up in there. So, you know, it's not an unusual injury in the, in, the, in the community, but to get two in the same eye, and as I said, it is more difficult because you will have had scar tissue and whilst it does repair and it's a very um, it's a very good tissue to work on because it's quite vascular, a lot of blood supply, but, you know, there'd be concerns as to whether or not going forward is more prone because it's just a contact and collision sport where your head gets in the way. The other one I wanted to ask you about is Elijah Hewitt, Doc. Uh, sesamoid bone, which is located yeah. beneath the big toe. I, I hadn't heard of this. Can you explain? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. look, it's, um, it's got a great name, the sesamoid. There are two sesamoids. They're, they're side by side. They look a little bit like eye, eyeballs when you do an x-ray of a foot. And you see these two little um, circular things about the size of peas sitting under the big toe joint. They're attached to the tendon that, flex, that flexes your toe up and down and gives it a bit more power and strength. So... It's a well-known injury in the dancing world because the dancers do a lot of work on the front of their foot or if you're a runner that, that lands on the front of your foot a lot, there's a lot more pressure on this, these little sesamoid bones. But they can get stress fractures or they can get badly inflamed. And I remember, um, Sam, you'll remember and probably too, Kane as well, Aaron Scharenberg, when he was uh, initially recruited to Collingwood as a player years mm. ago, he, he had to go in straight away as soon as after the draft and have the sesamoid bones removed because he, as a junior player, had a lot of this foot pain and the bones hadn't healed up so it, it's not a common injury in the footy world but there's been a few players and anyone who runs on the front of the foot can get it uh, it's a difficult thing to treat and often you do have to have surgery to remove them if they are stress fractured or split and, and not settling down and hence the reason I think he's coming to Melbourne to see the ballet schools that's right yeah. what I read yeah because I said if you think of the dancers where they're prancing around on the top of their toes and putting enormous pressure it's probably the most famous injury in that particular sport it's and, and activity. Why do we get shudders when we talk about feet, Doc? Is it because of the lack of blood flow and the lack of ability for that part of the body to heal? Yeah, look, at this incredibly uh, hard-working part of the, of the body, of course, as a, as a runner, you, you'd understand that, of course, Kane as well. And, and, and again, healing is, is, is slower because the, the further down the leg, the risk of infection, whenever you get a cut in the foot or a cut around the ankle or surgeons who work in the foot and ankle area have a a much higher concern about infections because of the lower blood supply down that area. And, of course, the impact of, of running and high impact in any sport going through the small bones. There's a lot of small bones in the foot that take enormous pressure. So stress-related um, fractures in, in marathon runners, distance runners, triathletes mm. are, are very, very common in that situation. And, and these particular bones, the sesamoid bones, are, they really are tricky ones. And you don't need them. So the good news is that if they, if they can't, settle down with healing but they often take weeks and weeks in their moon boot to settle down elite athletes don't like that time off the Lars I know you've been asked about this many times it just came up earlier uh, Doc and uh, spoke to Dan Menzel during the week for for a uh, an interview on Sunday and um, he's familiar with it right. of course pretty much dead in the yep. water well it was dead in the water here in, in footy t- would it be dead in the water in any professional sport around the globe now Look, it was never very um, well accepted around the globe. So the Lars was a, a French invention yep. and it was used in rugby in a very specific part of France and not even in other parts of France. It was never approved for use in other parts of Europe or the US. So the, the particular surgeon who was famous for it happened to be in Sydney when Malcheski had that uh, ACL injury. And because he was visiting Sydney, the Lars sort of got popularity because Nick Malcheski had it done back in, in the day, Sam. Mm. And, and, and and so it really was came out of the blue, so to speak, as a, as a way of doing an ACL without having to take the body's own tissue. But because it's a, it's a synthetic, call it a piece of nylon, if you like, um, it was rejected eventually over time because the body's um, tissues broke it down. So they all failed over time. I think there were 13 total ACL 
um, AFL players, all of whom had to have it done more than once or that it did fail. So it's gone out of fashion in the very small places it was being used. Um, it's still used occasionally to repair a ligament on the side of a knee or an ankle. So Lars is the name of the material. It's not just for ACL. So it's not completely off the market as a, as a supplement for repairing a ligament externally. But inside joints, it's gone out of fashion, yes. Where are you today, Doc? I know you'll be busy. Uh, this is the, well, Epworth Day today. So um, it's the, the clinic sort of uh, trying to save lives, which... Uh, and sorting things out there uh, for the rest of the day up at Richmond Epworth, which is uh, headquarters for me these days. Brilliant. Uh, magnificent magnificent facility it is. Hey, great to have you on, Doc. Really appreciate it. Thanks for, for donating your time uh, once again this morning, and I'm, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Good luck, guys. Thanks for chatting. Thanks, Doc. Bye.